0: Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. Aboard the Celebrity Solstice in Port Everglades, this is Cruise
1: Radio. I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and sign up for our newsletter
0: at cruiseradio.net. For weeks now, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, has been talking up the celebrity ships and uh, was aboard the Celebrity Eclipse, the brand new Eclipse. And we just had to check it out for ourselves. So we came down here to uh, see and experience the celebrity solstice. And uh, as always, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, joins us. You can find him at cruiseguy.com, follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy, or
2: 1-800-700-3881. Stuart Sheeran, thanks for getting us on board, man. Matt, Doug, I'm sure you guys are not disappointed with what you've seen and experienced, because this really is one of the most magnificent ships for most people. Anywhere in the world, whether you like small ships, big ships, this is, this is definitely a ship that's not going to disappoint.
0: It's noticeably more elegant. I mean, even from the exterior and then, of course, when you first walk in, uh, the design is modern and sleek and, and, and tight and clean and, and uh,
2: really, really a beautiful ship. And the people were everywhere we went. Everyone greeted us with, with, with a hello and enjoy your cruise, whether they knew we were sailing or not. And that's just the feeling. They try to make you feel at home. So it may be 122,000 tons. Believe it or not, this ship holds 2,850 double occupancy. They said it's full. There's over 3,000 people on the ship. And did it feel crowded? No, it doesn't feel like it at all. Especially in the
0: dining areas, where other ships here, there's a little elbows and pushing and shoving kind of thing. But there's fighting for tables. Right. None of that going on here. And as you mentioned, the crew, uh, so nice. We're actually going to talk to quite a number of the uh, crew here on today's show, from the cruise director, hotel director, food and beverage director, and the executive chef, and many others. So it's going to be a really cool show today. And Doug Parker.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, The first... uh, (laughs) From the moment we stepped on board the ship, the first word that I have thought, elegance, is all it is. This is my first time on Celebrity, of course. And mine too. Yeah, and it's just... Like Stuart was saying,
2: everyone greets you with a smile. The the champagne and mimosas when we got on the ship, that was nice. It's elegant, but it's unpretentious. It's it's not elegance in your face where it may appear stuffy. It's just it's a nice home, but you know, go ahead, put your feet up on the table, be comfortable, enjoy yourselves. And well-mannered passengers. Yes, it was a very nice crowd throughout. There was a lot of kids. Uh, they said, you know, the, the children's program has been full, which is, you know, again, it's very important. They are good for families, but it's just a wonderful experience, and it's almost like a, it feels like a boutique hotel, and it's hard to believe that we could say that about a ship this size, because it does feel intimate.
0: One of the most unique things uh, we came across on the solstice here is the glass blowing shows. They have a couple of glass blowers that blow some beautiful pieces, and that they, they raffle off for some they of the do passengers. That right
2: by the, the lawn club, which is a half acre of real grass yeah. on the back of the ship, which just is really nice. I mean, they actually believe it or not. Besides the lawn games, they do picnics. You can have a picnic lunch out on this half acre of grass on the top deck of the ship, and all the restaurants too. Just really mind
0: blowing in the design and decor. Oh,
2: I mean with ten different restaurants and of course you have the, the specialty restaurants Silk Harvest Murano the list goes on let's go ahead and get with the cruise
0: director John Grantham joins us reading a little bit of your bio I love the fact that you were in Hollywood as an actor and a stunt man yep. working with some of the biggest stars truly did that, did that help uh, prepare you in any way for what you're doing now
3: in some regards, uh, a lot of what I did, uh, worked for 20 years doing the uh, stunt shows at Universal Studios, live shows. So I had the opportunity to work with the guests, to act, and, and and to interact as well. So in some regards, this was a lateral move. Please tell me they have you doing some stunts here on the ship. In this particular cruise, there will be some stunts this cruise. We try to uh, tailor the the cruise to to the guest mix and also the guest entertainer mix that I have. And I know on this particular cruise, I have some wonderful guest entertainers that I can interact with.
0: How many uh, people do you have working with you or under you? About 80
3: immediate uh, people under me. Musicians, cast... How many activities do you have uh, going on at, at one time? During the course of the day, if you could possibly go to every single activity that we offer you, it would be like 40 hours worth. In a in about a fourteen hour day, do the
1: activities change every week, or they stay the same? Uh, sailing after sailing.
3: Well, we have a new uh, guest enhancement program that we've just recently, in the last six months, rolled out called Celebrity Life, in which we have uh, three areas of interest that we try to highlight. One is uh, the Saver, which is your with working with food and beverage, is your wine and your food events, galley tours. Uh, we have Renew, which deals with the aqua spa and wellness and health, and then we have Discover, which is uh, podium speakers. Uh, the hot glass show. So those are our our main key drivers. And then on top of that, we intersperse uh, activities, events, uh, games, trivias, lawn bowling, bocce, uh, all sorts of things. So it's it's really kind of a, a full across the spectrum. What are some of the biggest shows uh, y'all are all putting on here on the show? We have a three production shows with our celebrity singers and dancers and the specialty artists that we have, uh, whether they're circus performers or, or you know hand balancers. Uh, the biggest of those three is a show that we call Solstice the Show. It's a circ style show in which we have uh, uh, flyers, acrobats, balancers. It's, it's, it really does encompass that look and feel that the guests have come to Understand as big time entertainment. And then we will have, because this is a seven day cruise, we have two guest entertainers uh, that we fly in. As far as the kid programs on the ship, what do you offer for that? Okay. We have a great program. It's a it's a fun factory uh, that we it's what we call it, and we have three tiers of that as well for the the age breakdown, for the the smaller cruisers and the middle, and then kind of that that uh, that awkward teenage years, where you're not you don't really want to be with your parents, but you don't want to be babysat either. So we uh, we have counselors that the count, the number of our counselors will depend on obviously our kid count. We just recently finished spring break, so we had a very high. Kid count, which is unusual for for this particular ship, because we, with our parent company, uh, Royal Caribbean, we usually see the really really high kid counts. Mm-hmm. But uh, so here we have about 150 for this cruise.
1: Does the kids program run from the hours of the morning until the?
3: late at night so the folks can go out and have fun absolutely it runs all day long into the evenings uh we we do have babysitting services available if the parents wanted to kind of you know have a late night in one of the specialty restaurants or go see a show Uh, so it's uh uh, it's amazing even last cruise with only six with well only with 600 children you were very hard pressed to even see them around the ship it was uh, very very well managed Outside
0: of your experience in Hollywood and doing what you did there, have you done anything uh, very close to cruise direction, maybe uh, on the mainland? Sure, no,
3: like I, I went. I went pretty much zero to sixty yeah. from my life in Hollywood to to my life here on the ship.
0: Is it as intense
3: as it seems? Being you know nonstop, go go go, and being on. Considering all the stunts that I've done over my Hollywood career, this is probably the most frightening. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, there's just, there's so many demands, obviously, and, and in a good way. But you, as you, I think you hit it right on the on the head. It is, you're you're always the face of the ship. Yeah. We could be in the, some great port in the Baltic and I'm walking around in town and I'm being stopped for suggestions or comments or whatever. So it's, it's, But it's a great job. I love it. Don't get as much sleep as I did when I was a Hollywood stuntman.
0: He is the cruise director aboard the Celebrity Solstice, John Grantham. Thank, Thank you th- so much. Thanks for, for talking to us. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely.
2: You're listening to Cruise Radio, the fastest-growing cruise talk radio show in the nation. You can now follow Cruise Radio on Twitter at Cruise Radio.
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah. We've got uh, executive chef Francisco Sagastume here with us. Hi. Hi. How are you? Very good, very good. Thanks for being with us. Also, uh, the uh, bar manager, Corey Savas. Hello. Hello. Welcome on board. And I just like saying Ludwig Lozano, food and beverage manager. Let's start with uh, Francisco. How many meals are you cranking out on a seven-day
3: cruise?
4: Oh well, in a seven-day cruise, uh, we prepare more or less like ninety-three meal uh, thousand meals. At cruise, seven-day cruise. Ninety-three thousand. Ninety-three thousand meals. Wow. And how many folks are working in the kitchen underneath you? Oh, well, uh, we have a close to two hundred chefs uh, working in the galley.
0: I've just. I've got to know. How do you possibly? Uh, know what entrees and how many entrees when you have no idea what people are going to be ordering and and how how many portions
4: well, uh, we how, do pre- how do you prepare that, and how do you keep it fresh and hot? Uh, we basically have a demographic from previous cruises, and we work according to the nationalities breakdown and this uh, particular cruise. So uh, like this is how we have uh, more or less the clear picture of what exactly we have to prepare for, for, for the cruise that we're going to start.
0: It's mind-boggling because you've got uh, so many entrees on the menu, and you don't know who's going to order you know, three or four lobster tail or whatever plates of this or that. What's the secret? Can you reveal the secret?
4: uh, Well, I think I'm going to keep the secret with me, right? (laughs) Otherwise, you're going to see another executive chef here.
0: (laughs) All right, then. Fair enough.
4: Uh, As the executive chef, do you design the actual menu for the seven-day sailings? Uh, Well, it's a good question. Uh, We have a master chef back in Miami office and also our culinary director. uh, Our master chef is Jack Van Staden as well. uh, Our culinary director is uh, Thomas Chimasky. Both of them look after the recipes and menu and send to the ship. We are the one to execute it here correctly, according to recipes and pictures.
1: And uh, how often are the menus switched up on
4: the sailings? Oh, well, it depends on the length of the cruise uh, and uh, and depends also where, which... uh, which uh, countries we're going to visit. That's Francisco Sagastume. That's correct. And where are you from? I'm born in Guatemala. My family is from Chile, so I'm kind of half and a half. Very
0: (laughs) good, very good. Uh, Ludwig Lozano, the food
5: and beverage manager. How many bar areas do you have throughout the whole ship? 22 bars, and we have eight restaurants for the guests and one restaurant for the crew. How many uh, drinks are you cranking out in a seven-day? We have uh, how much alcohol? Alcohol is uh, <laughs> over three hundred thousand. We sell you um, go approximately like
6: forty thousand uh, beers in seven days. Lots of uh, bottles of liquor. Mostly we go over five thousand to six thousand bottles of liquors, and we are
0: going over uh, ten to eleven thousand uh, bottles of wine. Ludwig, um, as food and beverage director, what do your duties specifically entail?
5: I oversee the entire service. I have five head of departments. Um, I have to supervise the bars, the galleys, the restaurants, but obviously they have, every one of them, they have their managers. So they also I have to check the back of the house. I'm responsible for 616 crew members.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And how do your uh, duties, Corey Savas, the uh, bar manager, how do, how do your duties differ from a food and beverage uh, director? I am in charge with
6: all the beverage operation on board. Uh, I am in charge with the services in the lounges. We have 22 bars on board. Uh, I am in charge with stuffing, ordering, and uh, making sure that we have uh, all the items on board and making sure our guests are uh, having good time. And uh, making sure that nobody is going over the
0: limits. Have you worked on bars uh, on the mainland? Yes. I'm assuming it's significantly different being on a cruise ship. Completely
6: different. And I work in as actually I start on the ships as a bar server. So I made my way up to this position. But uh, when you compare with the regular land operation to ship operation, that uh, we have different kind of bars and different uh, talents has to be on board and uh, every week we are having three three thousand different guests Mm -hmm. so you never know your uh, clientele how it's gonna be but uh, we have uh, approximately 46 different uh, kind of vodka i don't think any of the main uh, land uh, bars they they are offering that much uh, differences we have 22 different kind of jeans on board so We have uh, the highest uh, number in the high seas with the wine selection. We have 480 different wines on board. So these are the the main differences between the land and the ships.
1: Your wine selection on here is is enormous. Uh, How many bottles, ballpark estimate, do you go through uh, a week on the board here?
0: Uh, Approximately 11,000. 11,000 bottles of wine. I love those machines that keep that wine at, at its freshest. Yes. And you can dispense. Uh, where, where was that technology uh, uh, developed?
6: The technology comes from the Italy. From Italy and uh, we call them enomatic machines. It's kind of vending machine of the wines. Work with the nitrogen. So it keeps all the wines what we have over there completely uh, sealed so there is no air uh, interaction with the wine so we can keep the wines uh, pretty long time and it's the first time on the high seas that we had these machines on on board and uh, how it works we have three different uh, type of dispense uh, buttons that uh, you put your card, and after that there is one ounce two and a half ounce or five ounces which is regular size of a glass uh, that you can dispense that much uh, wine we have high end wines on that machines that we give chance to our guests who doesn't want to buy a $600 bottle of wine that they can at least have a taste of the wine
0: for $27 <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's for the uh, one ounce yeah. Uh, yeah love it and it tastes better when it's that expensive doesn't it uh, actually it's whether that actually is good or not, it just tastes better. It, uh, it sets your mind
6: that it's going to taste great, but uh, it's not uh, about uh, how much it costs. Mostly you can find uh, really decent wines with uh, really good uh, prices. But uh, what we have on board, that uh, we have lots of uh, high-end wines as well.
0: Ludwig, uh, have you done the food and beverage uh, direction anywhere else on the mainland? And I would imagine this, there's more stress being on the cruise ship.
5: Yes, I, I was working in England in four-star hotels and in Croatia where I come from now I was working a five-star resort so yeah it's a completely different uh, because uh, you live um, and work with the people all the time here inland you have more flexibility with the, one of your employees it doesn't show up to work or one of your employees is giving you a little bit of, uh, of trouble it is easier to get the manpower over there on, on board in the middle of the sea you miss people and you have uh, to, to to assist and you have to help with different departments as
0: well. Ludwig Lozano Food and Beverage Manager uh, from Colombia. Mucho gusto. Gracias. Cray Savas Bar Manager and Francisco Sagastume Executive Chef
5: Thank you all very much. Thank you sir. Sar. Thank it. you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you uh, welcome to Celebrity Life. <laughs>
2: Show questions or comments? We'd love to hear from you at 866 874 7957. Cruise Radio will return after these brief words.
0: Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean?
5: One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how
0: about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or, or how about cruise around the whole world. Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Had to send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide.
5: nationwide. Cruise,
0: one. cruise One. Yeah. Cruise One. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll free one 800 Cruise and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. Yeah. Cruise One. Please, won't you help us keep the cruise terminal in Jacksonville? You can go to Facebook and become a fan of Keep Cruise in Jacksonville or go to our website, cruiseradio.net. This is your cruise news. Cunard Line began its transatlantic crossing season this past Thursday aboard their flagship Queen Mary II, accompanied by a quintet from the Juilliard Jazz School. Cunard and Juilliard announced their partnership earlier this year, which includes performances and Cunard Insights enrichment programs with jazz alumni, faculty, and students on board Queen Mary II eastbound crossings this year. Carnival currently has no plans to reinstate unpopular fuel surcharges on cruise passengers. Even though oil prices far exceed the level the company has said could trigger such a move, fuel prices are currently in the range of $84 a barrel, well above the $70 a barrel threshold Carnival has long said could prompt a return to the fuel surcharges. Lastly, as Celebrity Cruises celebrates on April 24th the naming of Celebrity Eclipse, the third in the brand's $3.7 billion series of five sleek solstice-class ships. It also will begin a significant revitalization of its Millennium class ships, starting with a Celebrity Constellation. In addition to its new Tuscan Grill and Bistro on 5, Celebrity Constellation will re-enter service with a new ice-topped martini bar, the cool cafe Albacio and gelateria and Cellar Master's wine bar, plus more sumptuous suites and restyled staterooms All with new furniture, flat screen TVs, and new color schemes. Carpeting, bedding, and upholstery reflective of the solstice class in every public venue. And that's your cruise news. For more, go to cruiseradio.net. Talk to random people Aboard the Celebrity Solstice We're here with uh, Diane and Carrie Aboard the Celebrity Solstice Here at Port Everglades So where are you from, Diane? Knoxville, Tennessee Very good And I'm assuming you've been on cruises before Yes Any celebrity cruises? This is the first time on Celebrity And why'd you choose uh, Celebrity And the Solstice uh, in particular?
2: I guess for a couple of different reasons. One would be um, we have never been on Celebrity. We've heard the food is excellent, and we've heard a lot of great things about Celebrity. We've been on several other cruise lines, and we thought we need to try (laughs) an additional line to see, and we
5: love this ship.
0: What's the most, well, your favorite ship, I should say?
5: Uh, Well, you know, we were talking about that this morning. They all have their pluses and minuses. All in America, we love their teak decks, uh, Royal Caribbean, we love their indoor promenades. Yeah. Celebrity now, I love the lawn deck; it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so the, they all have
0: they all have uh, pros and cons. Yeah. Pros and cons, exactly. Yeah. We're talking to Eric, one of the glass blowers here at the hot glass show aboard Celebrity Solstice. Thanks for uh, talking to us. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure. How long have you been blowing glass? I've been doing it about eighteen years now. Yeah. And how about aboard a, a cruise ship like this?
7: Well, the, the Corning Museum of Glass has been involved with the project since its inception, since the beginning of the Solstice Class ship. So we've, been, uh, we've had a studio
0: on the ship since uh, June of 2008. It's just amazing. It's astounding to me how this is done. Uh, how long did it take you to really master uh, the art of blowing glass? Well,
7: I, I usually tell people it takes about six to eight years just to get the basics down. And then, um, you know, the more you learn, the more you realize you have to learn it's really something uh it's a dedication of a lifetime you can you can learn things no matter how long you've been making glass
0: what's your schedule like uh putting on these shows i guess as you would call them uh aboard the show well um on sea
7: days we usually do two two two-hour sessions and during those two-hour sessions we'll make many pieces maybe maybe five or six pieces What's the most expensive piece uh,
0: available for sale that y'all make?
7: Well, the, the surprising thing is is that we don't sell anything that we make on board. We're a, we're a museum. We're here to to inform, to educate, and to entertain people. And the pieces that we make are not sold. They're actually raffled off. They're given back to the passengers. Oh, very
0: cool. So, And essentially, so it's a four-hour work day, basically, two two-hour sessions a day. And the other time, you're able to enjoy the cruise, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the nice thing is that when, when we're in port, um,
7: they don't want us doing shows, so we actually get out and enjoy the ports as well. Where do I fill out
0: an application? <laughs> for? Well,
7: you got to be a pretty good glassmaker, so right. you've got a couple years of practice ahead
0: of you first. Very good. Well, great to talk to you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Radio is mobile this week aboard the Celebrity Solstice in Port Everglades. Really cool experience. I highly recommend. And Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here as always. And what's very
2: interesting, guys, is you know, a lot of people think the captain actually runs the show. Little do they know, it's actually the hotel director. Yeah. And with us right now is Damien O'Connor, who's actually going to be able to share some real incredible insight as to what it really takes to make a ship this size run. Surprise, you're f- from Ireland.
8: My parents are Irish, yeah. two older brothers born in Ireland, and then they moved to England to have me, so I'm the only Englishman in the family, actually, but, uh, yeah, okay.
0: so. Very good. And have you uh, been a hotel director, in any hotels on the mainland?
8: Um, I started off actually with De Beer Hotels, and probably their most famous hotel is The Belfry. It's a big golfing resort. I had uh, three Ryder Cups over there, but I've been left 15 years, and um, started off with another cruise liner. I'm not going to mention the name, well, okay, yeah. Carnival Cruise Lines for about eight years um, but yeah the the land and shipboard base is very different only because you have so many other duties apart from that with the uh, health and safety issues uh, united states public health coast guard which which you don't have to battle on land of course but uh, the fundamentals the basics are the same
1: the biggest thing is the hotels where he's from uh they all
8: move exactly yeah. <laughs> well yeah it helps you know, nothing moves around you you don't have televisions falling off the off the uh, the sideboards and stuff so yeah, yeah an added sense of
0: excitement uh, here on board is there much difference from uh, cruise line to cruise line you mentioned you worked with carnival or is
8: it pretty much the same drill no, massive difference massive difference and of course the big difference between land and sea is that your crew don't have to drive to work you've got your 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 staff right where you need them nobody is uh, telling you that they can't get in because their car's broken down or their whatever crazy excuses you get on land Um, but cruise line yeah definitely I worked for three major cruise lines Celebrity being the last for four years Um, Carnival first which was a Las Vegas star wonderful wonderful uh, for the product that they for the people that they have on board I'm not of course oh, of course (laughs) I I have some very good friends still at Carnival and then I worked for Silver Sea uh, I'm in no way obligated to say this (laughs) Um, Silver Sea which again was 300 guests on board when I was working that was a thousand dollars per person per day all inclusive Um, Claim to be five star, but I have to say, nowhere near the product we're we're offering at Celebrity with the Solstice class. You mentioned your staff a few moments ago. How many folks are working underneath you? I have 980 crew members. A total of 1,258 on board, and uh, that that amount of mine of uh, just under a thousand. Do you ever sleep? Y- no. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we you know people have this impression that working on a cruise ship is 24 hours a day. It's not. You know, we're all sort of under uh, uh, laws and stuff that you know our crew members don't work more than nine hours per day plus they have an option to work two hours over time so nobody on board would work uh, uh, more than 11 hours per day myself i'd work more because you get called at three o'clock in the morning or you get called at different times but you're on duty 20, 24 hours a day but you're not physically working for that amount of time
1: you mentioned you worked on silver sea which was a, a pretty high star uh, cruise line too why do you like celebrity better than silver sea
8: Um, Silver Sea was great. Again, for the type of guests. 300 guests on board. Not very challenging. 10 o'clock in the evening, everybody was in bed. Um, The suites on there were just wonderful. So people spend a lot of time dining in their suites, entertaining other people in their suites. Um, No shows, not real entertainment on board. So, um, you know, very subdued, very quiet, very different people, shall I say. I'll be very careful what I say.
0: So your your personality is uh, you feed off the larger ships and more... More activity, more to do, absolutely. more energy.
8: Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's always something going on this ship. There's always different, you know, 3,000 guests on board. You meet people from all over the world, every single uh, religion, race, nationality you can imagine. It's just really interesting to meet these people and see them all come together as part of this ship.
0: If, if you've got some uh, fledgling hotel uh, people working in the industry on the mainland and they're thinking about and considering a career on a Cruise ship? Any advice you have to offer them?
8: Just go for it. I mean, it was the best decision I ever made. Um, the when you look at it on paper, you see that you work long contracts, but you know you have to look at the real benefits. Is that you're you get a long vacation? You work hard for four or five months, then you get a couple of months off. Um, it's just totally different here. You have full control. Um, we have a uh, fantastic support from our office in Miami, but. It is our business. Uh, You don't have that control on land that you're very corporate orientated, especially with our new ships coming out. You have wonderful opportunities just to come in, put your mark on the the business. Um, You know, I see the world. I've been to 100 different countries. It's a massive, you're always involved in new building. It's, a, again, a comparison that when you're on land, you kind of get stuck in one place and you're there. You know, we're, as a company, building new ships, five at the moment, two more possibly in the future, uh, to get involved in something like that, to see the hotel operation, to be involved in the inception of new products and new brands and new restaurants. And, and you have all that opportunity on board. Um, and like I said, the, the couple of months off that you get to spend with your family that I don't think any other job in the world affords you, you know a couple of months to do that, and uh, it's just great.
1: Being a hotel director, I've got to know do you spend a lot of your week buried in paperwork, or do you find yourself mingling and meeting folks as well, or is there a good, good balance? Yeah,
8: there's a good balance. I mean, there's a lot of paperwork, and it's not just about the hotel side of it. Like I was saying earlier, the health and safety side of it takes up a massive amount of our time, um, but I would say it's a 50 50 thing. And I, uh, you know, I tend to push my team to be out on the floor. The guests have uh, an idea of, you know, especially the first-time queersers, the love boat image that they want to see officers walking around the ship. Um, So that's what I want, and that's what the guests want. So we we spend a lot of time on the floor. Damien
0: O'Connor, hotel director aboard the Celebrity Solstice. Thank you so much, man.
8: Appreciate it. Thank you. Good to meet you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Cheers. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation
2: experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net.
0: It's just about time for us to get off of this ship before the uh, cruisers begin their seven-day extravaganza. Any final thoughts here, Doug? Amazing. The gl- glass blowing, the, uh, the live lawn
1: where you could uh, golf up there and see your little picnic like Stuart was saying earlier. Also, the, the wine masters, the little bar there with many wines. As the uh, bar manager said, they go through, what, 11,000 bottles
2: per ship. And the martini bar was was really neat. Uh, the different uh, shops, I mean, it looks like you know, we were on Madison Avenue, the casino, you know, the, the, but, uh, you know, what they tried to really convey was the openness, where the ship on the interior, I mean, we were going up and down the elevators, and you could see from one side of the ship to the other, or the other bank of elevators, it was like an Art Deco feel. But it just felt open, and all of a sudden there was a a, a tree that was four stories suspended in the middle of yeah. the of the atrium. Cool. But it's just a very comfortable ship, and you know, w- w- keep in mind that this ship is going to be back in Europe next summer in 2011. This is the last summer you can actually book a cruise here out of Port Everglades. Well, I mean, the solstice will remain here through the summer into the fall at winter and spring but then at the end of the spring in 2011 it will go back to Europe. Yeah. So if you want to sail on this magnificent ship in the summer, you're going to have to do it 2010. Don't wait for 2011. Is there a hot deal for uh, the solstice this time of the year? Well, right now they've got balcony prices starting from only $799 per person. What? That's a 7-day, of course. That's a 7-night cruise and I mean you've seen the ship. I mean there's, you know, good luck finding something comparable. To this quality for that kind of money. But if
0: you miss the solstice, there's the brand spanking new celebrity Eclipse that'll be coming from Europe
2: and uh, be housed here, right? Actually, it's going to be in Miami in, in December. Uh, the, the uh, eclipse is going to actually debut finally uh, in Southampton, England uh, on the 26th of April and it'll begin uh, sailing in Europe and then it'll come over uh, it'll begin its uh, transatlantic on October 31st and then begin sailing uh, out of Miami um, you know, shortly thereafter.
1: Thanks again to the captain and all the busy crew members taking time out of their busy embarkation day to spend some uh, time with us today. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and sign up for our newsletter at cruiseradio.net.
0: Yeah, if you missed any of the part of the show or want to hear more, again, that's cruiseradio.net. want to thank Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy, found at cruiseguy.com, or follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy or call 1-800-700-3881. Thanks again, Stuart, for uh, hooking us up here. That's fine, and uh, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Stuart Sheeran. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Tropical cruise to the Caribbean?
5: One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about
0: the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cancun. Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far
5: East? Or, or
0: how about a cruise, cruise around, around the whole world? One. i got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll free 1 800 Cruise and the number one. That's 1 800 Cruise One or find us online at CruiseOne.com. Number one in cruising
5: nationwide.